3: the Tropical Chevrolet Zack and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM 560 Sports WQAM, FM 99.9 HD2 and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zack and the Nose.
4: All right, hour number two, Zach and the Nose. We're on till 8 o'clock tonight. Get you all set up for your fantasy football drafts. One week away from the start kickoff of the NFL season, which means kickoff for fantasy football as well. You probably already had at least one of your drafts so far. And this is the end, the last week before you get started. And we're going to help you out. We've done a lot of NFL previews so far. Text line wide open, by the way, 305-567-0560. Uh, real quickly, let me get to one text before we get to the Chicago Bears. In a 10-team league, I was able to draft Aaron Rodgers in the 10th round. Analysts seem down on him. Should I be worried? By the way, I got Matt Ryan as my backup. Say that one more time. So he's got Aaron Rodgers. He drafted him in the 10th round in the 10-team league. Analysts seem a little down on him. Should I be worried? But he's got Matt Ryan as backup also.
5: No, I'm not particularly worried about him. I, I know why they're down on him. It's a, called a lack of weapons, okay? So... Um, I was hoping that you would have somebody, maybe a little,
4: let's just Someone's say, a little on
5: bit draft. more. Exactly, you're on the draft. I have like five drafts going on a radio show, but it's okay. We call it this multitasking USA no, right. over here. Uh, look, Aaron Rodgers is the back-to-back MVP. He's going to spread the ball around a lot. We're going to talk him out a bit. I think Aaron Jones is going to actually have a really big upgrade in the in the receiving uh, side of things. Uh, am I nervous for you? No. Go start with Aaron Rodgers until he proves us differently. Matt Ryan is a very safe, not high upside quarterback. I hope or wish you maybe could pick up somebody that has a little bit more upside. And I know it sounds crazy, but someone like a Jameis Winston, to me, has more value than a Matt Ryan, and we'll get to that.
4: Right, yeah, to, right, once we get to the uh, New Orleans Saints, which will be down on the list a little bit, we'll talk more about that. By the way, if you missed last week, Nose gave his nose pick of the year, and you know that's always a very big part of our show here. We like to talk a lot about that. Last year, obviously, Jalen Hurts, the Nose Pick of the Year. And if you got him in one of your leagues uh, as late as possibly I got him, boy, were you happy all season long. And this year's Nose Pick of the Year, a certain wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. I like to call him Knight Cortland Sutton is the guy this year. Yeah, play a little music for him. A little bit easier music this year than The Hurt So Good. But you gotta tonight, love The we're, Night Court. Right? We're,
5: we're testing it out, okay? It's, testing, a right. it's a little slow. It's a little slow.
4: I'm glad you said that because you can always... We, you know we love the texting and we love the people that are listening. Interactive. We're the most interactive show in the entire universe. But if you've got a better song than The Night Court theme song, we're taking suggestions at this point. This this was a, a brain... Uh, a brainstorm by the three of us and the three of us combined have about one full brain and that's what we got from it. So if you have anything better, that's fine. But otherwise we're going to ride with Knight, Cortland Sutton at this point. You know, how I love nicknames here. Let's get back to uh, uh, our, our preview and it goes to the Chicago bears uh, running back David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Justin Fields, a quarterback, Cole Komet Kmart, as I like to call him there. Cause I think that's how I draft him in one of my leagues. And a guy who I think might have been number two or number three on the nose pick of the year list, Darnell Mooney. He's got to be close to it at that point. I know you love that guy.
5: Why don't you hit it, Garcia? Darnell Mooney is my everything right now. Yes, number two. I was sitting there man, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm on 560 WQAM right now, okay? And I'm coming out with one player to pick for the entire year. And I got a big picture of Mooney and I got a big picture of Cortland Sutton. And the only difference between the two of them was that Russell Wilson was throwing the ball to Cortland Sutton, whereas Justin Fields is throwing the ball to Darnell Mooney. But that being said, he is going way too late. He has every ability to be a wide receiver one. I love his upside. And I think... People are like, oh, no, he's only a home run type of uh, wide receiver. Oh, no, no, no. He's got a lot of more than that. He's an incredible route runner. Everybody is saying out of his camp he looks great. The connection between Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney is a real thing. So this is why I love going after those running backs early because 81 catches – 1,055 yards and four touchdowns last year. And that was all towards the middle to the late season. But this is already last year, a 1,000-yard receiver. I'm expecting a lot more. I'm expecting him to be a real big impact player. So when you're drafting and it's round seven or eight and Darnell Mooney is a guy that's in your draft room and you see him creeping to the top of that wide receiver list, you all know what I'm talking about. I'm giving you full authority and green light to draft him. I love him, uh, but going to the, uh, you know, through the full slate, Justin Fields really going to be inconsistent over the course of the year. He does have upside. He can have a big fantasy focus. He's the type of player where if you have an Aaron Rodgers like our last texture did, uh, instead of a Matt Ryan, I would have taken a, a Justin Fields type, someone with a big, big uh, upside. You know, running backs. Excuse me, quarterbacks that run the ball obviously have a huge upside but the big uh, question with this team is at running back and is Monty David Montgomery um, a viable wide receiver excuse me running back two he's not a running back one he's not the guy you want to start your team with he is a stable running back two but last year we saw Khalil Herbert really look good as the backup and I am thinking this is going to not be a split but maybe a 70 30 type of situation. So we're got to keep an eye on Khalil Herbert. But if David Montgomery is a guy that you want to take in the fourth or the fifth round, I get it. Uh, not the biggest fan of. I consider that the, the running back dead zone. There's better position players at that point. That's why I want you taking running backs earlier. All
4: right, let's move on. Cincinnati Bengals. lot of fantasy implications on this team, by the way. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Oil Can Boyd. There are a lot on here. Uh, what do you like from this team going forward? I know you're pretty high on Mixon now, right? Aren't you a little bit higher than you were before on Joe Mixon?
5: Well, yeah, Joe Mixon is the steady Eddie. end of the first round. You, you take that guy. He was top three last year. Yes, he's a little bit boring, but you draft him because, again, you don't need to have the sexy pick here, okay? It's not needed. Take a Gabriel Davis later. Take a DeAndre Hopkins later. Take a Darnell Mooney later. But start with a guy in the first round that you know is going to get yours, and that's Joe Mixon. The one guy that I really am a little bit confused about, and I'm going to say it: all the professionals out there, all the you know, I'm putting the you know the quotations in the air, all the guys that are experts, have Joe Burrow's like around 10th or 11th. I don't see it. I don't get it. I, I really don't. He's a top six or seven guy to me. You know why? Because why is Jamar Chase? Uh, you know, a first-round draft pick. And why is T. Higgins a third-round draft pick? And they have Oil Can Boyd still there. You know, that is a ridiculously good offense. And Joe Burrow is a gunslinger. He had 4,600 yards last year, 34 touchdowns. So, again, this is a player that is going, I think, too late, which really helps our strategy. Because if you could do the three-three-one and then get yourself a jersey Joe right, Burrow... Right winning so this offense is again it's self-explanatory we've done we've done the jamar chase we know t higgins is a really good wide receiver as well so they are loaded weapons that's a loaded offense and i wouldn't mind having a piece of it
4: yeah not bad at all that that team is gonna be good again one more year let's move on cleveland browns here's the big question mark for you i got here with the cleveland browns nick chubb is a stud kareem hunt's a really good running back Amari Cooper now on this team. David Njoku at tight end. Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Yet he's not going to be back till towards the end of the season when you're a couple weeks out of fantasy playoffs. Jacoby Brissett going to be the quarterback there. With that said, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt—that's got to hurt their value a little bit with Jacoby Brissett starting quarterback and even Amari Cooper knowing these teams are going to put eight, nine, ten guys in the box to stop Nick Chubb.
5: I got to tell you. Um... You're absolutely nailing it for me because the truth of the matter is I don't like anybody on this offense, okay? I am staying clear away from this team until Week 12 because let's talk about it, shall we? Yes. Deshaun Watson, okay, he's back Week 12, okay? Their bye week, I believe, is before then. So he has Week 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. 16 and 17. If you make it to your championship, he has that many um, weeks to be good. If you're in a points league, if you're in a league where you have two quarterbacks, I'm drafting Deshaun Watson late. He's going real late. He's and if you're in a keeper league, you can explain to the t- to the, to the the listeners what you did. You I'll just I'll say it real quick. Sack grabs him real late because he wants to have him possibly next year because you lose a, a round. With the value, you know, you lose the round that so he's right. gonna lose like a 13th rounder next year. That makes sense. But Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, as we discussed, they're gonna hurt each other. This is a team that's got Jacoby Brissett, as we know here in South Florida, is not good. Flat out not good. And that makes Amari Cooper not good. That makes Donovan Peoples Jones not great. David Ojoku might have a little value because that's where Jacoby Brissett's gonna throw the ball. But overall, I'm staying away from Cleveland's offense. Period. End of statement.
4: It's sad, too, because they have so much uh, fantasy all over with Amari Cooper even being there now and Chubb and Hunt. Guys that, you know, Nick Chubb would would probably be, if Deshaun Watson's in there, a mid-to-late first-round pick and a guy you'd be counting on to be your your guy. He's a
5: second-rounder right now, but Kareem Hunt is real, okay? Kareem Hunt, if he's going to play, is a fantastic runner. Four years ago, was it? He was the number one running back in all of fantasy, okay? So... Uh, Again, those two running backs wash themselves out. Amari Cooper is going to have to catch a ball from Brissett, which is, yeah, will he have a few good games? Absolutely. But over the course of the season, consistency is going to be the issue there. I'm really passing on that uh, Cleveland team. The only caveat I am throwing out there is if you have a really good team, but your quarterback, based on our strategy, you're not so thrilled with, yeah, keep an eye on Deshaun Watson again. I know it's a long ways away, but if you could get yourself into the playoff situation, I guarantee he's going to come in and he's going to want to be very good and put his past behind him by playing good. Because unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, uh, that type of news goes away real fast if he plays great football. So, yep. you know, keep him in your uh, keep them in your mind.
4: Right, right, all right. Let's do one more team here before we go to a break. The Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. But then the running backs are the big question mark to me, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. What what happened to Ezekiel Elliott?
5: Well, believe it or not, Ezekiel Elliott is a player that last year, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you have fun, in a standard league, guess what he finished overall. Go, I'm putting you on the spot. What what spot did you have Ezekiel Elliott going overall last year?
4: Oh, man. He was, I mean, basically top five, top three. He, he was not, the sixth know, overall right fantasy yeah. guy.
5: Sixth. With 1,000 yards overall on the ground, 10 touchdowns. A, that just shows how bad the, uh, the running back situation is in general. I am not buying on Ezekiel Elliott. This is the year that the legs go down a little bit. And then, yes, as you mentioned, Tony Pollard, really good running back. So... For, I'm a little concerned about Dallas. They lost their left tackle, their superstar, all-pro left tackle. Dak Prescott's going to have to have a better protection. The only players that I like on this team right now are Dak really late. C.D. Lamb has all the upside in the world, and I actually like Dalton Schultz quite a bit. Outside of those players, I'm uh, I'm not going to draft probably one of those running backs or Tony Pollard late. Because if Tony Pollard is the starting running back, because Ezekiel Elliott gets banged up, then he becomes a running back one in a big, big way. All
4: right, all right. All right, Let's do one more team before we get a break. By the way, 305-567-0560. If you want to get a couple text messages in here, we have a couple coming in. We'll get to them very soon on the other side of the break. Denver Broncos. We just talked about the Nose Pick of the Year in Cortland Sutton. Russell Wilson there now. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon there. Jerry Judy. This is a team with a Looks like a high-powered offense here. Could be an interesting one with Russell Wilson now uh, slinging the rock around there. What do you think about this?
5: Well, they sure like him because they paid him $245 million ah, today. Buddy, so right, something right. must something must look good in practice. This is one of the most intriguing teams by far in the NFL from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Javante Williams is one of my favorite players, flat out. Uh, in talking about upside running backs, I think he could be a top-five player. The question is, How much run does Melvin Gordon get? Apparently, he's in great shape, but it sounds like they're going to give Javante Williams the rock. That's the question. Is Melvin Gordon going to shark his fantasy stats? Because last year, that's exactly what he did. Melvin Gordon last year, let's not forget, had 918 yards and eight touchdowns. Javante Williams had 903 yards and four touchdowns. So, until we see Javante Williams getting all of those goal line carries, I'm a bit nervous about the situation. Javante Williams is going uh, second round, middle to late second round. I'm okay with it. I do expect him to take that big jump up. Uh, But just do know, Melvin Gordon can be a thorn in that side for sure. And then, yeah, man, Cortland Sutton, say no more. Nose pick of the year. I want you drafting him everywhere. He's going anywhere between 50 and 60. You have to have him. The bottom line is, is Russell Wilson, since 2016, my math's not the best, but that's six years. The last six years, he has produced, every year, a top 15 wide receiver. Cortland Sutton is one of the kings of the long ball, right? He goes up and he gets that thing. Well, who could throw the best long ball in the NFL not named Patrick Mahomes? It's Russell Wilson. So I love Cortland Sutton, and I do love Jerry Judy as well. Uh, I just want to see him stay on the field. So this is a team where last year you had Teddy Bridgewater, you had Drew Locke as quarterbacks, and these guys were just upside guys with a bad quarterback. And now you bring in Russell Wilson, and this offense is one of those I'm going to be keeping a real close eye on, and I'm buying it, Zach. I'm buying it in a big way.
4: The nose pick of the year, Cortland Sutton there for Denver. All right, we'll jump into a whole bunch more teams coming up here. Let's take a break. It's Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. That's the Nose right there. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. He'll answer all your questions during the season there as well if we don't get to them here on the show. And text in 305-567-0560. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the teams and go over our full, full, in-depth preview for fantasy football right after this. Call from mom. Answer
0: it. Call silenced.
3: Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM 96.5 HD2 the Joe WQAM.
4: Alright, back here, Zach and the Nose as we're doing a little preview. The NFL fantasy NFL season starts one week from tonight. L.A. Rams and Buffalo Bills start off the NFL season and also starts off the fantasy season for us as well. Very exciting time right now. Let's dive right back into it. We're going through the NFL teams, just about every single one of them at this point. We're going to get through as many as we can here before we sign off tonight. Uh, Detroit Lions. uh, If you're watching Hard Knocks, they're fun to watch right now. Dan Campbell's fun to watch. Jared Goff looks excellent in the Hard Knocks episodes right now. I don't know if that's going to translate to anything. DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, a couple wide receivers there as well, and TJ Hawkinson at tight end. What's your overall thoughts here on the Detroit Lions fantasy implications?
5: As I said in the first show, and I know it's not a popular take, and I know they're on Hard Knocks, and I don't care because I don't watch Hard Knocks. Detroit is going to be good. I'm saying it out loud. Detroit is going to be good. And it starts it starts with, that's right, Garcia. It starts with their offensive line. And they have, in my opinion, the best offensive line, starting with Taylor Decker and ending with Pinay Sewell on the bookends. And these guys are going to give Jared Goff time. And he has some really nice players. T.J. Hawkinson is about the fifth best tight end and he's going about the eighth best tight end okay let's start with that Amon Ross Brown was so good last year and late last year at the very end if anyone was really paying attention very closely Amon St. Brown was catching nine balls per game in the last five games of the season for 90 or 110 yards and a touchdown he had 90 receptions and uh, 912 yards and five touchdowns. And again, that's like a half a season. I really like him as the wide receiver one. And uh, overall, I'm buying. Uh, do I think Jared Goff should be drafted? Maybe as your third ba- you know, quarterback because you don't need to draft him any sooner. Uh, but overall, and last but not least, is DeAndre Swift. He's one of those players where I am taking him in that early second round, and I'm running with it. I think he's dynamic. I think he has breakaway potential. And I think he has every reason to slip into that top five overall running back. So, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I am super high on Detroit.
4: Right. There you go right there. Watching Hard Knocks. I love watching Hard Knocks, by the way. Uh, It's always fun. Dan Campbell's just an animal. I love that at this point. I don't know about Detroit. I don't know if I'm buying it yet but they certainly look like they got their bleep together a little bit more than normal. All right, let's move on. Green Bay Packers, two-time defending MVP, A.A. Ron Rogers, running back, A.A. Ron Jones. They got the lizard there as well. and Big Bob Tanyan. What do you like there fantasy wise outside of the obvious when you go to Aaron Rodgers and probably A.A. Ron Jones?
5: It's a really uh, weird situation. Okay. It's a weird situation. What do I mean by it's a weird situation is that, I have no idea because nobody has any idea who the wide receivers are going to be that are going to be the impact fantasy players. LeFleur, the dodgeball legend himself, came out today and said, we're going to spread the ball, okay? So whether it's Alan Lazard or it's Sammy Watkins, by the way, Sammy Watkins is on this team, and Randall Cobb, who is, you know, Aaron Rodgers' old-school go-to, along with two really nice players uh, wide receiver running back, excuse me, rookie wide receivers in Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, you're looking at a really good uh, mix of players, but we do not know who's going to be the star. And so therefore, I'm really not recommending many Green Bay wide receivers until it's flyer time, right? Alazard, sure, in, in, in round 12, that makes sense. But the players I really want to talk about are the Aaron Jones and the A.J. Dillon, And a lot of people are scared of Aaron Jones because of A.J. Dillon. And I'm telling you, don't be afraid. Because I just named four or five wide receivers that, you know, one will have a good game. And then the next game or the game after, they'll do nothing. But Aaron Jones is going to be a significant target for Aaron Rodgers. He's a great uh, pass catcher out of the backfield And I do expect him to be good. So if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers and you're scared of A.J. Dillon and you're in a PPR league, you have my full permission to snatch him in the second round. That's where he belongs. And then obviously the last guy, the back-to-back MVP, Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be 300-plus yards every game and three touchdowns, okay? That Aaron Rodgers was five years ago, okay? That Aaron Rodgers is a long, long time ago. But he doesn't make mistakes, he doesn't throw interceptions. He only had four last year. And he's going to be fine, man. So if you're looking for a, a consistent player, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's why I'm telling you to take an Aaron Rodgers. But make sure you have an upside player like a Trey Lance or yourself a Justin Fields. So, you know, somebody who at least has the ability to break through this year. And if it doesn't work for that player, you just start Aaron Rodgers and you're going to be A-OK. Right.
4: That's it. All right, next team up here. I don't know how much fantasy implications this team has outside of right now. A very, very young running back, Damian Pierce, starting. It's Houston Texans. Davis Mills at quarterback. Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, Philip Dorsett at wide receiver. Brevin Jordan at tight end. Uh, I don't know where you, your 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 fantasy rankings on those guys are, but Damian Pierce kind of came out of nowhere, the rookie, and it looks like he's going to RB1 for this team now.
5: He didn't come out of nowhere if you're a Florida Gator and you're disgusted by Coach Mullen because Dan Mullen didn't play this guy enough, and now all of a sudden he is looking like the it rookie. When everyone thought it was Brees Hall, okay, or James Cook, no, it's Damian Pierce. This is one of the key players in fantasy. Where does he go? Because he is flying up boards for all the right reasons. This is not a great team, right? Davis Mills is the quarterback. So you have one major concern with Damian Pierce. I think he's going to be a banger. I think he's going to score touchdowns. The one problem is is if they go down early, is he going to be a guy who's going to be a catching uh, guy out of the backfield? And the answer is probably not. They have Rex Burkhead for that. So my concern with Pierce is them going down early and having to throw the ball a ton. But if talking about wanting to have a guy with pure upside, that could be a difference maker, an old-school Three down, back in early in games. Damian Pierce has every ability of being a stud. Trust me, I've seen this guy hit players. They're falling backwards. He's hurting players. He has all the momentum in the world. Damian Pierce right now is a guy that would be is being go is going in that what we call that red uh, the running back dead zone, and uh, I think he goes just ahead of that. So if you want to go Damian Pierce. In the early fourth round or fourth round of your draft, maybe fifth round, I have no problem with it. I think he has a tremendous amount of upside. And the only other one player I want to talk about is Brandon Cooks because somehow this guy just keeps doing it year after right. year. Brandon Cooks is just good. He's boring, but very good. He finished again last year with another really solid year averaging around 12 to 15 fantasy points. He had over 1,000 yards. He had 90 receptions. He had six touchdowns. So Brandon Cooks is one of those guys around around six, round seven, and he's still on the board. And what's he still doing on the board? Just take him. He's a great flex player, and uh, he'll get the job done for you.
4: Yep, that's an interesting one there with Brandon Cooks. All right, next team we're going to talk about has the number one overall pick in basically all your leagues, Jonathan Taylor for the Indianapolis Colts. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan there, uh, he, he, all of a sudden he's now taking uh, charge of this Colts team. Michael Pittman Jr., what else on this team is worth uh, taking a look at? But Jonathan Taylor, obviously, is the guy to talk about.
5: There's two players to talk about. Okay, Matt Ryan is exactly what my Matt Ryan is. He's a veteran at the tail end of his career who can still throw a good ball, but he's not the focal point of this offense. There's two players There's Jonathan Taylor, the number one overall player, and then there's Michael Pittman. To give you an idea, I have already drafted Michael Pittman while being on this fantasy show with you guys today right (laughs) now, okay? I took him with a 39th overall pick. That's exactly where he's going, the end of a third round pick. So, Michael Pittman is a player out of USC with more talent than you could imagine. He just didn't have the opportunities. And yes, he's the number one wide receiver on a run-first team, but... Now he has a guy who could really throw an accurate pass. Michael Pittman is a player who I'm not just loving, but I'm drafting as I just alluded to. So the two players that only really matter to me on this team are Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, and I love them very much, the both of them.
4: All right, next team up on the docket, interesting one, Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones Jr., Even Evan Ingram at tight end. What do you like here from this team outside of, I think, the obvious where you're going to say Travis Etienne?
5: I like them all a little bit more than I did last year. That's just the best way to put it. Trevor Lawrence is such an uh, interesting player. Sunshine, we call him on the show for obvious reasons. But Sunshine, man, coming out of Clemson, this was like the biggest no-brainer number one pick since Peyton Manning, right? Right. But... Somebody really made a bad mistake and gave him Urban Meyer, which was just not the right play. But now you got Doug Peterson there, Trevor Lawrence is going to take a big step forward. Does that mean he's going to be a fantasy stud this year? No. No, I don't think that. But I do really like him throwing the ball to Christian Kirk. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars paid him a gaudy amount of money. Some would say a way too much money, but that just means one thing. He's going to get his targets and uh, he's going to try to earn his paycheck. So I actually like Christian Kirk quite a bit where he's going. Travis Etienne is not a player that I'm drafting because I still believe that James Robinson is a very good running back, and that's going to be a committee for the most part. And then very sneaky, if you want to have a really deep league, I can't believe I'm saying this because I love this guy, and if you've been listening to the show, I've always loved Evan Ingram, and he has just always been a bust. Well, he's not even in the top 12 right now in terms of tight ends so if you wanted to grab yourself an Evan Ingram with maybe one of your two last picks or something like that I absolutely have no problem with it so yeah that's the that's the offense there Trevor Lawrence is going to trend upward I like him as your second quarterback in a two quarterback league uh other than that Christian Kirk is the real player that I think could have a, a big upside for them
4: Alright, next team, a very tasty team when it comes to fantasy. The mm. Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes, the Hyphen, Juju Smith Schuster, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Travis Kelsey. Uh I think there's some obvious ones on here, but what do you like? What do you dislike about this offense this year going into fantasy?
5: I dislike a lot. And I know that sounds crazy because, you know, they just have the best quarterback in the uh, you know, the NFL and that's not you know, Josh Allen might say something about it, but I don't care. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. But look, you have Juju Smith-Schuster. You have McCole Hardman. You have Marquez Valdez-Scanlon. You have Travis Kelsey, who is obviously going to be the number one by far. And We've, discu- we've discussed him, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, then in the running backs, you have the hyphen. You have this rookie, Pacheco. You have Jerick McKinnon. So what I'm concerned is, is that Mahomes is so good that he's just going to spread that ball around. And nobody outside of Travis Kelsey is going to have this monster value. Does Juju have a shot of being a wide receiver one? Yeah, sure he does. Does MVS have a shot of being, uh, do not get me wrong, but can he catch the balls that Tyreek caught? Absolutely. But on a week-to-week basis, we look for consistency in fantasy and I don't see consistency, right. and that's my problem with this team. And that's why I said last week, very unpopular comment, but I don't care. I speak my mind. Patrick Mahomes is the biggest sucker pick in the draft because uh, he lost Tyreek Hill, but his name is still Patrick Mahomes. And then people just draft that automatically with just by name value. I don't think you're going to get your value. I think he's going to be the sixth or seventh best wide receiver because he simply doesn't have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey's is going to get a lot of attention and those other wide receivers have a lot of question marks.
4: Alright, let's continue our journey through the AFC West, the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr question at quarterback. Josh Jacobs running back. Devontae Adams now there with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. A lot of tasty little fantasy uh, nuggets here for you as well. What do you think about this team? I think it's the tastiest
5: of the tastiest. I think it's the most um, up in the air out of all the teams in the NFL, the hardest predict right now is the Las Vegas Raiders. They have a gunslinger in Derek Carr. We know that. Okay. They have what I said is the best wide receiver in the NFL in Devontae Adams. Oh, Hunter Renfro last year? Yeah. He only had 103 catches, 1,038 yards, and 9 touchdowns. He, that ain't shabby at all. No. And then Darren Waller, if he stays healthy, is a, you know, a, a physical specimen, is the best way to put it. Real disappointing season last year. But now with a lot of attention on Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller could easily step up to be that guy. So um, what do we take from this? Devontae Adams is still going to be the number one guy and that means in my opinion Hunter Renfro is not going to have over a hundred catches this year he's going to be the person that's going to hurt the most in this team but overall Devontae Adams I'm a bit scared of he was a no-brainer for me first rounder and if he had Aaron Rodgers and if that hadn't changed he is uh, in the top of that conversation with Justin Jefferson Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup but he's not and now there's a lot of balls to go around so just draft and know the risks involved. Devontae Adams is an early second-round pick. Darren Waller is probably going around the number four overall, uh, wide a tight end uh, ahead of you know right after Pitts. And uh, at the end of the day, the, the running back situation I hate. You know you got right now Josh McDaniels. That offense traditionally that he runs is a running back by committee, and that is what you have here. So I don't like Josh Jacobs because you have Zamir White from Georgia, you have Amir Ab- 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 Abdullah, okay? That one was tough to come out. And I think that all those guys are going to get a little bit of run. So I'm, I'm completely shading the running back position, and uh, I'm taking Devante Adams where I am. And then Derek Carr, real interesting player, great upside. I would love to see him as your second quarterback. With a potential to be your number one, and in a two quarterback system, if he's your second quarterback, you're in good shape.
4: I'm actually rooting for Amir Abdullah for so we could have a nickname for him, Amir Abdullah the Butcher. At one point, I just hope we can get to that. Let's continue yeah, and let's finish, his finish name. our. Right, you did. That's very good by you. Uh, let's uh, finish off the segment and finish off the AFC West. The Los Angeles Chargers, a name that no one down here wants to hear. Justin Herbert, Aaron Ecular, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. A lot of tasty fantasy people in this team, too. What do you think?
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that you don't know here. Justin Herbert is a top-five quarterback. Austin Eckler is a top-three PPR running back. Keenan Allen is who he is, one of the top-five route runners in the league. He is Justin Herbert's number one. The one player that we have to discuss a little bit is Mike Williams, who had a monster year last year, 1,146 yards and nine touchdowns. I don't see that happening again. I just don't. Uh, so I'm taking, you know, I, I'm not drafting Mike Williams. I haven't, and I don't plan on it. But listen, when the time is right for Keenan Allen, you draft him. If you have the third or fourth pick and Austin Ecklar aaron is there, you take him. Justin Herbert doesn't fall into my personal strategy. But uh, look, if you take him in the fourth round or fifth round, again, I don't uh, subscribe to it. But you're getting yourself a really good quarterback.
4: All right, that'll uh, do it for this segment. We'll come back here. We'll finish off the NFL preview, fantasy NFL preview here. The Super Bowl champion Rams are next on the list. And then your Miami Dolphins. We're almost there into that. Let's take a break. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll come back. We'll clean things up, finish things up right after this.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
3: Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM.
4: All right, let's get right to it. Our NFL fantasy preview as we get through all the teams here in the NFL. I know I told you the next team is going to be the Rams, but no, I'm jumping right to the Dolphins. We'll get to the Rams here in a second. Tua. Chase Edmonds and Radio Raheem. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, and Mike Gronksecki. Lot to talk about and dissect here. What do you like here? The Dolphins knows.
5: Listen, I understand it, right? The local angle, a lot of diehards, a lot of optimism for this year. The do-or-die year for Tua. Let's just call it what it is. This is his year. So there's a lot of times where you want to go to the game or watch your own team, and you want to have that little extra sprinkle of fantasy. Well, there are players to sprinkle on and so let's just take it one by one at the running back position i unfortunately am seeing a, a really good committee so it's not an unfortunate thing as the fan but for fantasy purposes chase edmonds and radio Rahim should be splitting time but we've seen it radio Rahim's speed is next level and as long as he's healthy i think he has every shot of being a fantasy worthy running back, okay? Whether it's a running back two or your flex, between the two of them, I know it's not popular because I know Chase Edmonds is a lot higher, but I believe that Radio Raheem Mostert is a really awesome runner, and I would recommend him late as a Dolphin running back to get. I think Chase Edmonds is going a little too high because Radio Raheem is there. We discussed Tyreek Hill, he's a second round pick, He's the ultimate talent, and I'm praying that Tua can get him the ball. But the one guy, Zach, that hasn't been discussed much, the one player, is Jalen Waddle. okay? Right. And Jalen Waddle was really, really great last year. 104 yards in uh, the receiving guards, 1,000 in the air, six touchdowns. Of course, this is going to go down a little bit because of Tyreek Hill. But let's not forget... This is one of the most electric players in the NFL, and if he is healthy, he is actually going way too late in fantasy leagues because of the big Q next to his name in all of these fantasy drafts. Everyone gets scared of the Q. Well, I'm pretty sure today our coach came out and said he is very, 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 with three of them, likely to play week one, right? Right. So right. if that's the news, Jalen Waddle is the player that I'm targeting right now. Because I'm seeing him go as right now as late as round five or six because people are scared to take him. Don't be scared. That's the Miami Dolphin I want you to take.
4: Right. All right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna rifle through the rest of the teams here. We got a couple more minutes left here on the show. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup obviously right there. Matt Stafford and then that running back uh, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson committee there. What do you like? Let's get through it quick.
5: I love I love Allen Robinson. Okay, I think he's got for the first time in a, maybe his entire career a real quarterback, and he's one of the better uh, possession route runners. So I expect Allen Robinson to have a good year. Cam Akers, I'm scared of because I think Daryl Henderson is just as good and I think that McFay's going to use a, a hot hand there. So be careful with Cam Akers and the running back situation
4: there, and thumbs up for Allen Robinson. Minnesota's got an interesting one because they got two of the top guys in fantasy, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Where do you like Kirk Cousins in the mix there? And What about Adam Thielen?
5: Kirk Cousins is one of the most underrated fantasy quarterbacks because everybody just thinks, Bleh. you know, he's boring. He's just not that great. He's not electric. Well, year over year, he sort of just gets the job done. He's a player in a two-quarterback league. If he's your second quarterback, you're in great shape. Last year, he finished, let me do one, two, three, four, five. He finished ninth overall, 21 points per game. He had 4,221 yards. So the bottom line is he is really good, 33 touchdowns. Don't be afraid of uh, Kirk Cousins. We know about Justin Jefferson. We know Adam Thielen is, a, at this point, a good wide receiver. He's a good wide receiver three, in my opinion, because now it's really the Justin Jefferson show. And Irv Smith as a tight end is a sleeper tight end.
4: Oh, I like that. New England Patriots. I don't even know where to start or finish here. Running back by committee, wide receiver yeah, by I'll committee. I'll cut you off. I don't Jones. want you drafting any of them. All right, yeah, we're going right, to d- skip yeah, past them. I right? don't want
5: uh, – this guy Stevenson could be pretty good. He's better than Damian Harris at running back. Other than that – Ew, no.
4: This is an interesting one, the New Orleans Saints. Famous Jameis at quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Chris Alave. I don't know where to start and finish with this one either, because this is an interesting offense.
5: This is, and this one deserves a, a little bit of time. Jameis Winston is, as you guys know, again, many years ago, this is a gunslinger. He's a fantasy quarterback. He finally has his shot. Will he throw his interceptions? Yes, but will he throw for a ton of yards? Absolutely, and especially if Michael Thomas is healthy. Michael Thomas is one of those guys where I am taking a flyer on him later on in the draft, and I love, repeat, love Chris Olave, the rookie. I think he is ready, and Jarvis Landry is there, also another wide receiver. So all of a sudden, if you look at this, in a two-quarterback league, if Jameis Winston is your second quarterback, I think you're going to be very happy at the end of the year. I do love his weapons, and then we discussed Alvin Kamara, as long as he's playing uh, football and is not suspended, is a late first, early second round pick.
4: Andy Dalton, the backup there in New Orleans, just found that out as we were talking. Very interesting. New football giants, Saquon Barkley, the return of Saquon Barkley. What do you do with those wide receivers? And you're not touching Daniel Jones, right? I'm not touching Daniel
5: Jones. I don't believe it. Uh, Kadarius Toney is the only... Wide receiver worth drafting unless you're in a deep league where Juan Dale Robinson, rookie uh, from Kentucky, real talent. But the player we're going to talk about real fast is Saquon Barkley. The bottom line is I'm buying him. As the last gasp, you are not going to be Freddie T. And Freddie T, the reference is one of the best wide uh, running backs in the game, all the ability in the world, just couldn't stay healthy. Saquon Barkley is leaning into that direction where he has to still – Prove he's as good as Freddie T, but he has to stay on the field. That's the point. If you draft him and he stays on the field, I think you got yourself a superstar.
4: All right, we'll say in the same stadium, the New York Jets. Brees Hall has been the big name around that team. Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, the rookie, and Zach. Keep your mom away, Wilson. What do you like? I'll with leave the that. Jets? I'll
5: leave that one alone. Uh, yep. The only only wide receiver really worth drafting uh, is Elijah Moore with maybe Garrett Wilson, the rookie out of Ohio State. Uh, Other than that, the real conversation is Brees Hall, and he's going really high, but, you know, Michael Carter, still a very young running back, is named the starter as of right now. That looks like a committee that Hall might break away from later on in the year. But overall right now, with the unknown, with just the Jets' overall stigma of mud, I'm staying away from mostly every Jet
4: player. Okay, guys, right, really quick, I say we yes. I
6: nominate Zach Wilson's nickname be the Mill Hunter going forward.
4: I like it, the Mill Hunter. If he has good D- games. Done D- and done. Right, you didn't have to pull my teeth on that one. Philadelphia Eagles, our our favorite team from last year. Jalen hurts so good. Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, the newest Eagle, Devonta Smith, and one of my favorites, Dallas Joe Dirt. What do you like there? I
5: am not buying any of the wide receivers. That's a committee. And Jalen Hurts scores too many touchdowns on the ground. You know, Jalen Hurts last year's nose pick of the year. Phenomenal guy. uh, Phenomenal player last year for us. But uh, A.J. Brown makes him just that much better. He is a home run player. But A.J. Brown's ability to have that wide receiver one will all be on whether Jalen Hurts could throw an accurate deep ball to be seen. But I am drafting A.J. Brown because I love upside. And also, Devontae Smith Oh, I really like him this year as well because there's going to be a lot of attention on A.J. Brown. So he's going really late, and he's a player that I think could be a wide receiver, a three for your team. And Go Dirt, I love Go Dirt. He's one of uh, Jalen Hurts' main connections. So I'm pretty high on this uh, Philadelphia offense, again, outside of their running backs.
4: Najee Harris for the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be one of the top picks. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. But Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett at the quarterback there, that's a wild and interesting fantasy team there in Pittsburgh.
5: Yeah, well, the sooner Kenny Pickett gets in there, the better off everyone's going to be. This is a situation that I I am, for the most part, avoiding because I do not like Mitch Trubisky. And so, therefore, Deontay Johnson is a player who I think is phenomenal. But, uh, man, I just don't trust his quarterback. So... Uh, Whether it's Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, or the big, big name of George Pickens in in the preseason, I I like all three of those wide receivers a ton, but I just don't like the quarterback, so I'm staying away. Uh, Najee Harris, I expect to have a little bit of a sophomore slump, uh, but again, he's going to be worthy based off volume alone of a late first, early second round pick.
4: I know this has got to be one of your favorite offenses going into this season. The San Francisco 49ers, Trey Lance, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., but Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Very, very tasty fantasy offense.
5: Yeah, they're a fantastic offense as long as Trey Lance is consistent and is able to get his guys the ball. And that's the bottom line. So um, this is all on Trey Lance. I like Elijah Mitchell, but... Jeff Wilson Jr. is right behind him. And you know that Shanahan will go with a running back by committee if need be. But Mitchell's going late. And I I actually like him. Debo Samuel is one of the best players in in the NFL. And uh, he deserves to be a second-round pick. And Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. These are great weapons. This is all on Trey Lance, man. And I told you, I like Trey Lance. I want you drafting Trey Lance. I want you drafting him with a veteran. And if he hits... All of these players are going to be fantasy starting uh, starters for your team.
4: Seattle Seahawks. We're going to rifle through four teams left. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Noah Fant. I like that so far. But Geno Smith named starter there. And a running back by committee also there too. I'm kind of staying away from that.
5: The one interesting thing is this. Okay, yes, I don't like Geno Smith. But remember what we said at the beginning of the show. There's a time and a place for everyone. I have seen drafts where DK Metcalf is still around in the 6th or 7th round of a 12-team league. And that is ridiculous. Because he's still going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I like a lot less. But let me tell you, DK Metcalf is obviously a ridiculous physical specimen. And I think he's going way too late. Do I draft him in the 3rd round? No. 4th round? Absolutely not. But if he gets to your 6th round, and we're talking about player 70, between 70 and 80, yeah, DK Metcalf is just fine in that particular place. Uh, At the running back position, Rashad Penny is going to be the starter. He'll get the volume, but then Ken Walker, the rookie out of Michigan State, should come in and take a bunch of his, uh, you know, rushes. So the only player that I really like on this team is when DK Metcalf is going extremely late.
4: All right, Tampa Bay is next up on there. Tom Brady, obviously we know uh, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Interesting team there too offensively.
5: Yeah, I love them all. I think you know Tom Brady. Until he proves differently, I'm gonna just believe if he's playing, he could get Mike Evans and Chris Godwin the ball. Keep an eye on Russell Gage as a good third wide receiver there, and then obviously Leonard Fournette catching a lot of balls out of the backfield. Leonard Fournette is a solid, stone-cold, solid second-round draft pick. He caught more balls than you could imagine in the back last year. Uh, You would not expect it from him. They paid him a lot of money. So, yeah, 812 yards on the ground, eight touchdowns. He had 69 catches, 454 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. I like him a lot in the second round.
4: All right, we got 60 seconds left in two teams. Tennessee start him off there.
5: Do not draft Ryan Tannehill because Malik Willis will be the guy there by the season's end. We don't need to discuss Derrick Henry. We know about it. And uh, Robert Woods is their wide receiver one. And I'm not drafting any of their wide receivers or tight end. So the tr- the bottom line is there's one guy on this team for now, Derrick Henry. And keep an eye on Ryan Tannehill, you know, uh, fading. And pick up Malik Willis if you think so. He has a chance of being a very prolific fantasy quarterback late I in want- the year.
4: Washington Commanders finish us off strong, Those
5: I don't like Antonio Gibson. I like Terry McLaren, and I like Jahan Dotson, the second wide y- uh, receiver. Rookie, he could be a sleeper. So, in conclusion, do not draft any of the running backs there. Terry McLaren and Jahan Dotson are the two players that I would draft for the Washington Redskins.
4: All right. That's the nose. I'm Zach. This is Zach of the nose fantasy football show. We're a week away from the start of the NFL season next week, the same time, same place. We will have the bills and Rams to start the season right after us. If you need to, go to WQM.com. You can download either one of the two pre-draft shows that we have done. Nose, good job tonight, Garcia. Great job as always. I am Zach Kranz. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll sign off for now, 6 p.m. next Thursday. We'll talk to you again.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.